Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It's time now for Mind Your Business. Now, you know, as potential investors and venture capital firms get selective on where and how they put their money in this post-COVID world, our next guest still managed to raise funds at Singapore-based shopping and rewards platform Shopback. You must be familiar with that for sure. They've recently announced that they've entered into a subscription agreement with 65 equity partners for $80 million of equity capital in a extended Series F funding round. The announcement follows an earlier 80 million tranche led by Asia Partners in July 2022, bringing its ongoing Series F round to a total of 160 million. So what are the plans for these funds? Let's find out more from Julian Fu, who is General Manager, Head of Payments and In-Store at Shopback. Good morning. Good morning, Elliot. Congratulations on all of this amazingly done, my friend. Thank you so much and, and thanks for having me on Money FM. We've spoken to Shopback previously and we've talked about right. how you guys are a cashback reward program, of course, available across the Asia-Pacific region. It's evolved very nicely over the years. Tell us more about some of uh, the key markets that you operate in other than Singapore. Yeah, so so we operate around in 10 markets in the APEC region. I think you've correctly pointed out uh, we, we evolved over time, right? So, uh, initially, we started off as an online discovery marketing platform uh, just for online uh, e-commerce merchants. Uh, and then, obviously, we expanded to the in-store uh, side of things with our financial services arm, now allowing consumers across the entire APEC region, 10 markets, to, to not just potentially pay uh, now or pay later mm-hmm. with our financial services arm. Mm. And where are we at now in this post-COVID world, especially with everyone, how should I put it, a lot more cautious with their spending? Right. So I think given the current macro environment, I think you guys have been mentioning all the time on Money FM, yeah. right? Uh, it, is, it is very difficult. Um, and of course, we are very wary of the entire climate. So Shopback, of course, inherently helps users to save on their purchases. So every dollar and cent now counts. So, um, I mean, if you already know, uh, clicking through Shopback to any of our merchant partners today helps you save uh, by earning real cashback, which you can then yeah. withdraw into your bank account uh, as real money. Now, of course, this, this entire macro environment has also seen us launch Buy Now, Pay Later. So, I, I think there has been some uh, talk about Buy Now, Pay Later being a bit of a controversial product. Um, but Shopback sees this as an opportunity to help users save and plan their finances. So it, it really isn't something that we extend to every single customer contrary to popular belief. I think we look at our risk models and ML uh, learning machines, right, to, uh, to really de- determine whether consumers today should be given uh, the opportunity to have this uh, credit extended to them. And mm. if we deem that they, they are not prepared to have uh, that uh, entire uh, credit facility extended to them, then that is something that we do not give to these consumers. But for those who we deem that they're, they're actually ready uh, for this uh, product itself, then this can be a very interesting way for them to save uh, and plan their finances in, in this uh, macro environment. Julian, I apologize if I might have missed out on you mentioning this. The, the buy now, yeah. pay later segment, is that interest-free? Yes, it is. It is completely interesting. Mm, okay, so I'm curious. I mean, with some of the things you mentioned, the whole you know cashback idea, and then you've got this buy now, pay later. How do you view shop back as then? I mean, 
it's starting to form a little bit like somewhat a semi-fintech company in that sense. Yeah, 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 exactly right. So I think uh, the vision of the entire company was really about helping consumers uh, shop better and save on their purchases, right? So mm. uh, as you correctly pointed out, uh, we started off by just a very simple affiliate marketing platform, which really drives demand. Uh, for our merchant partners. Now, the real question then was, how do we extend that uh, further? And and we thought to ourselves, maybe we could help by closing the loop uh, for our merchants, uh, okay. which is then to allow for consumers to then make purchases on the partner's website itself or in-store uh, with, with the merchant that we work with. Mm. So now you guys are at the stage where you've announced that you've entered into a subscription agreement with 65 equity partners for 80 million US dollars of equity capital in an extended Series F funding round. Where do we go from here? I mean, why did you guys decide to raise funds again? Right. So I think it, uh, most companies would, would say that uh, fundraising is always an interesting exercise, right? Because it really depends on what your objectives were. I think ShopBank is very, very uh, prudent in the way that we uh, raise capital. I mean, we're not really desperate for for money at that point of time and, and we're really just thinking about how we can best partner with uh, the relevant folks who could then extend our reach uh, across the APEC region. Uh, of course, uh, uh, this this comes with more responsibility, right? So mm-hmm. the capital will really be invested uh, into launching new shopping products for users and I think developing the growth and, and payment solutions for merchant partners into more markets because now for the payment solutions, we're really just... Uh, in, in just four markets, right? Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, uh, and Australia, right? Those, those are the four markets that we are in. However, ShopBank obviously has 10 market presence and, and we'll just look to, to see which markets we can really launch our payment uh, methods into. So I that's see. one way that the, the, the funds will be utilized, right? So mm-hmm. I, I think the next part will really be uh, in gearing us up, right, towards potentially an IPO, uh, but wow. we are we're still very much in the early process of things. Uh, we are really engaging with different vendors to, to really decide on what our options are, uh, whether it's an IPO, whether it's a merger. I think those are things that are on the table. We're, we're really just uh, looking to see when the timing is best uh, mm. for us. Well, that's a juicy piece of information. Thank you for that. <laughs> and okay, just purely try luck. And I'll put the disclaimer that it's just purely a conversation right now. Nothing is firmed up. If you were to IPO, is there a particular market you're looking at? Wall Street, perhaps? <laughs> so, so this is something that we're still discovering right now. Uh, it's very much in the early stages of things. I think we're very much focused on on still our, our core services, of getting course. things right, making sure that uh, you know the products are stable, people are, are well maintained and managed, and really looking at our core bread and butter. At the end of the day, an IPO is is just, or even a, a merger or an acquisition, is mm. really just another day in the company's life cycle, right? True. Uh, we always True. tell our folks, um, mm. it, it's really the bread and butter you've got to be focused on. That's the more important piece. That's a very fair point. Actually, I'm curious about the recent Series F fundraising, right? Does it get easier over time to raise funds? <laughs> well, I, I think you can see, right, uh, that there has been, I mean, it really depends on the macro environment, right? So this year, if anything, has, has told us that it's not growth at all costs anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Investors are really looking towards companies who are moving towards profitability or uh, have proven that business models are profitable. I think you, you've seen uh, in recent times all the talk about like pure buy now pay as a platforms, right? Like is that 
something that is sustainable. You've seen devaluations across the entire uh, region and outside of uh, the APEC region, right? I think you've seen like players such as just Klarna. Uh, you they've gone from a massive uh, valuation to to just like I think like over sixty percent, if I'm not wrong, mm. uh, in devaluation, and it's really really quite a fair bit of uh, talk around the entire piece of buy now pay and not being sustainable for the company itself. So you really have to dig deep into your business models to really think about how you're going to monetize at the end of the day because no one's going to invest in a company uh, that is not going to be loss-making for, for a very long period of time, right? You've got to show how you're going to be able to make that profit come true. So it's really about the business model and about getting uh, investor confidence. So I would really say that you know the, the company has done a very fantastic job as a whole to be able to secure this, I mean, it's really not down to me. It's really down to everyone else who has put in the effort uh, across the various teams uh, to be able to share with the investors, right, that this is really a company that would be making sense for them and for obviously merchants and consumers. I'm very sure a lot of consumers would agree with you there. But it's interesting <laughs> that you keep bringing back to the whole buy now, pay later. Yeah, at mm. the same time, you reference, you know, the company's got to be able to make money. Mm. I'm curious, though, know, in this case, and, and it kind of switches tracks a little bit, Julian. Mm, How do you tackle... Or how does your team tackle the marketing aspects when you consider, you know, the macroeconomic headwinds, the potential talk of recession? And I'm sure people have brought up, hey, you got to be responsible, buy now, mm. pay later. Mm. I mean, mm. is that really helping people? How yeah. do you manage these situations? How do you tackle the marketing aspects to ensure that, well, you're a responsible company in that sense? Yeah, so I think it's important to mention uh, again and re-emphasize this point, right? Buy now, pay later is not for everyone, mm. right? I think we have to be very clear as to when we do our due diligence on the consumer, determine whether this customer actually uh, is is allowed the entire credit uh, okay. model to be extended to them, right? So I think just like you going to the bank today when you want a credit facility to be extended to you, certain due diligence is done or knowing the customer mm-hmm. itself before such credit is extended. Today, if you go to the Shopper app, everyone can see whether or not they are able to access the buy now pay later piece. Okay. This is because we have certain machine learning uh, options that actually allow us to understand a consumer better before making that decision to provide that consumer credit. And actually, even if you have credit, that credit is staged. So we determine a consumer's paying behavior first before extending further credit to the consumer. So not everyone starts off the same, right? I mean, not not everyone is equal, but not yes. everyone is completely equal. <laughs> yes, it's true. You've got to earn trust as well, right? You know, And I like that. That's where the tech comes in. And that's where tech yeah. can be used to help us as well. Just a final quick yeah. question. I mean, moving forward, you talked about the potential for an IPO. It's just, again, potential. What about other markets? Are you looking at that at Shopback? Uh, expanding to other markets, yeah. then the, the answer is definitely yes. So I think recently we just launched in Hong Kong, right? Uh, so really kudos to the, the Hong Kong team who made it all happen. Uh, that was a fantastic effort on their end. Uh, but yes, it, it is definitely on in the world. What markets we extend to, you, you guys have to stay tuned to find out. <laughs> yeah, just giving us an excuse to call you back on the show. Okay, I'll take the bait. Thanks a lot for your time. I've been speaking with Julian Fu, General Manager, Head of Payments and In-Store at Shopback. Appreciate your time again. Take care and have a good day. Have a good day. Thank you, Elliot. Bye-bye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.